Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. We have breaking news tonight, but I'm not going to be the one to tell you. I'm going to let our special guest do that. And I want to tell you, it was 2017 that I reached out to the brother of a murder victim because I thought there might just be a possibility that we could get DNA from the crime scene. Specifically, I thought maybe the victim's clothing. I reached out to him and he called me back immediately. And as we were talking, I told him my idea. My idea was to use the MVAT to see if we could extract DNA from the victim's clothing. He said, I've never heard of that, what is it? Very matter of fact, very business. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I'll explain it the best way that I can. So I did. And I told him about Jared Bradley. And he said, well, do you think I could get in touch with him? And I said, of course. So I shared. Jared's number. Now, a lot of times, weeks or months might go by before there's any additional information. Not with this guy. Within two days, I get a text message of a photograph where he's standing next to the MVAT and Jared at a law enforcement training. And I'm like, who is this guy? A full operational just wildfire of an advocate for his sister. The brother that I'm talking about was the one and only Bill Thomas. And Bill is the brother of Kathy Thomas, one of the first victims of the Colonial Parkway murders, along with her girlfriend, Rebecca. Welcome to Zone 7. What have you been doing the last 24 hours? Well, along with my podcast partner, Kristen Dilley, we have just been dealing with a breaking news situation in the Colonial Parkway murders. The FBI, Virginia State Police, and the Hampton, Virginia Police Departments held a press conference to announce that they had identified an offender 
in at least one of the four double homicides in the Colonial Parkway murders, um, that the murder of Robin Edwards and David Knobling, as well as the murder of a woman that I think Kristen and I had never heard of her before. Her name is Teresa Howell. So Kristen and I have been dealing with this crazy situation where after all these years, 37 years and counting, looking for answers in the Colonial Parkway murders, suddenly we're starting to get some answers. Now, y'all have had a chance to meet Bill. You've heard him speak or you're already a fan of his podcast, Mind Over Murder, but you know he doesn't do this alone. He has a partner in every sense of the word when it comes to advocating for justice, fighting for these families, researching for answers. And I want to just welcome Kristen Dilly. You're a teacher, you're an advocate, you're an avid runner, and you're a co-host of the podcast Mind Over Murder. And I, I want to say something about the two of y'all too, because your partnership is extraordinary to me because it is based on advocating for Kathy and the other victims and the other families, but it's also one of deep friendship. It definitely is. I was thinking about this the other day, and Bill is one of the only people in my life, other than my parents and my significant other, that I talk to every single day. And in fact, it's kind of a weird day when I don't talk to Bill. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I feel like if we haven't talked, I feel guilty somehow. Like, shouldn't we have talked about something? Something? Because <laughs> it's pretty close to seven days a week. And our respective partners uh, seem to put up with it. So I guess that's okay. Well, they know the good work you're doing and they know the honesty of what your relationship is. I mean, nobody would do anything but champion it. Well, thanks. And in a way, Kristen and I are very different. Um, we're, we're from different parts of the country. We have different backgrounds. We're 25 years apart in age. I'm the older of, of the two. You probably could have figured that one out. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, though, it works. It's it's just that chemistry thing. You can't invent it. It just is. And y'all have got it. And it's remarkable. But I'm going to tell you something. Kristen, when I got your message yesterday, I was at work. I was in the middle of a whole bunch of stuff. But I'm like, wait a minute. What am I reading? Like, I literally had to read it a couple of times before I could even respond. And, you know, it's one of those things where you want something to happen so bad. And I know even back in 2017, I thought all of these cases were solvable. I thought it was going to take the right person, the right test, the right forensic invention. But I just knew in my gut it was solvable, all of them. And here you go. After all this time, I think the best terminology that I have for what we've gone through in the last 24 hours with this breaking news is emotional whiplash. I have never felt so exhilarated, but also so exhausted at the same time. It has been a roller coaster of a 24 hours. Bill, how are you holding up? Well, I feel the same way as Kristen describes. Now, keep in mind, we have phenomenal news for two of our families. The Edward family and the Nobling family got the news that their loved ones, Robin and David, their 
case had been solved. And then we heard about this additional murder from 1989. This lovely young woman named Teresa Howell was murdered by the same man. On the one hand, you're getting good news, but then you've also got six other families in the Colonial Parkway murders that have not received the same news. Now, don't get me wrong. We're thrilled for these families. And we've all worked together, as Kristen knows, to collectively use our power as as people and advocates and families who've lost loved ones to work together and show support for one another. But you know, while we're talking here, you know, here we are living in this multi-platform world. My screen is blowing up with messages from people uh, congratulating us, expressing uh, support. But they're also saying, is there any word on the other Colonial Parkway murders? And at this point, we don't have any answers there. So it's a real mixed bag of feelings because you're so excited for three families. And then you're part of a group of now six other families that don't yet have those kind of answers. So it's it's a real... Um, kind of whirlwind of emotion. The first time I ever talked to you, you talked so lovingly about Kathy. She was only 27. She was one of those tomboy type sisters. Y'all had a great time with all those brothers and her, and she graduated from the Naval Academy. You know, she was impressive. She was, to me, one of those folks that anybody should admire for what she had already accomplished so young. And you think, yes, I'm going to advocate for her and I'm going to fight for her. But Bill, you basically became the leader of what we all consider the Parkway murders family. I mean, you're the spokesperson. You're the person that we all know. And yes, of course, we're thrilled. We are thrilled with any answer. But it's not Kathy's justice yet. And that kind of you know, leaves it where we're celebrating, but not completely. Yeah. And I was saying to Kristen earlier today, while we were recording Mind Over Murder, I don't think there's a section at the card store where you can go and buy <laughs> a card that says, congratulations on, on finding out who killed your loved one. <laughs> and it's one of those things that all you can really say to the Edwards and Nobling family. And it's funny, the FBI asked me the other day, would I be willing to talk to the Howell family? This was a case we were not familiar with, Teresa's case. Uh, and I said, of course, I, I said, yes. <laughs> but, you know, this is the club that no one wants to be asked to join, to, to quote the great John Walsh. Other than saying we're thinking of you, I don't really know if you can regard this as good news. I guess answers are better than no answers. I'd be curious what Kristen said, but we were both kind of laughing through tears while recording our own podcast earlier about the fact that you can't really go to the card store and say congratulations. It doesn't quite feel like that. Yeah, I agree. You know, and it is... Um... It's, I guess, bittersweet is really the only adjective that I can possibly think of that's going to work. Because just as you said, Mac, 
we are so thrilled for the Edwards and the Nobling and the Howell families. This is amazing. But there are still families out there who do not have answers. And um, as much as I'm absolutely amped and jazzed and every other enthusiastic word that you can think of that we actually have a solve in this case, there's still more work to be done. And so the 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 jazzedness of it all kind of has to be tempered with, okay, we still have to move forward. We still have stuff that we need to do. Um, and, and I know that tomorrow morning when I'm not as tired, um, I'll feel a little more, you know, prepared to be able to lay out, okay, here's what I think we need to do moving forward. Right now, the, the jazzed is still there, but the tired is sinking in there too. <laughs> it, it really is just, a, it really is just a, a whirlwind of things like Bill said. My prediction is your whirlwind is about to get ramped up. There's going to be more case connections. There's going to be more victims that we don't know yet that are going to be connected. And any step is a step forward. So now that we have a solved, we're that much closer to the answers for all the other families. That I also believe. I think you're right. And of course, to get into a little bit of case detail, Alan Wade Wilmer, W-I-L-M-E-R, I always have to remind myself to pronounce it. He's Alan Wade Wilmer Sr. There's also a junior who was eight years old at the time of the murders and Obviously, it was just a little kid back then. I think he is going to be identified in other cases. He was a leading suspect in the disappearance of Keith Call and Cassandra Haley in 1988. They are considered part of the Colonial Parkway murders. They went missing in the same place. This is all over a three-year period where we have these eight young people who were murdered, four couples. And since Alan Wade Wilmer Sr. was the leading suspect in the disappearance of Keith Call and Cassandra Haley, we're hoping that our law enforcement investigators will be able to make a determination because we are highly confident he's responsible for their disappearance and likely murder. And, you know, I just have to interject because it comes up all the time. And I tell young detectives, nine times out of 10, their name is in that case file. If you take every single name and put them in a column, every one, every name, rule them out again. And if there's anybody you cannot legitimately rule out, then they go in your suspect pool. They had him in 2018 on paper. He should have been on their list Every day. Well, this is a case that fits that precisely because our investigators have been working this case hard and they went back and revisited this particular suspect starting in about 2020. And our case agent has been working this case. And of course, remember, she comes along at a time when the murders had happened, you know. She's been on this case for 10 years, but the murders had happened 27 years prior to her arrival with the FBI. But she's been working this case for a decade. And a couple of years ago, she really began focusing on this guy again 
just like she has with the 150 persons who've been named as uh, suspects or persons of interest in the Colonial Parkway murders. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Tell us what happened Columbus Day weekend, 1986, at the Cheatham Annex Overlook in Williamsburg. What happened exactly to Kathy? Well, my sister Kathy Thomas and her girlfriend Rebecca Dowski were uh, were dating. Now, remember, this is in the 1980s in Virginia. It's a very conservative area. It's a big military area. There are tens of thousands of military personnel, and the CIA is just down the road. I mean, literally on the same road, the Colonial Parkway. So this is a very conservative time, and my sister, Kathy Thomas, who's a Naval Academy graduate, which actually could prove to be significant in the further investigation because there may be a Navy tie-in to my sister's murder. Um. She and her girlfriend, Rebecca Dowski, who was a senior at the College of William and Mary, were out on this Thursday evening, kind of kicking off the weekend. They were going to be spending the Columbus Day weekend apart. And so they decided to get together and uh, have dinner after Becky and another friend were working on a computer assignment for a class they were taking at William and Mary. After completing the assignment, there were four friends, two lesbian couples. When they had completed their tasks, Kathy and Becky decided they were going to uh, go out and grab a bite to eat. Now, your options for late night dining, it was probably eight, maybe eight o'clock that evening in 
small town Williamsburg, Virginia, which is where Kristen Dilly lives. It's gotten a lot bigger and more sophisticated in the last uh, 30 some years. Marginally so. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy and Becky decided to go out to get something to eat. So they spun off in my sister's 1981 Honda Civic, little small two-door. My sister Kathy was into sporty small cars. They went out to eat. We're not 100% certain where they went. But based on the autopsy afterwards, um, they think that they either stopped and had hamburgers or might have gone to a place that served like tacos or something like that because they had ground beef and lettuce in their systems. After grabbing a bite to eat, they went to this beautiful roadway known as the Colonial Parkway. It's a 23-mile-long ribbon of national parkland. It's sometimes only a couple of hundred yards wide. It was built by the National Park Service to connect the historic sites of Jamestown, Yorktown, and Colonial Williamsburg. A lot of folks that grew up in that region remember the Colonial Parkway because they went to those historic sites on class trips and that sort of thing. You, you see a lot of young people there at the historic sites. In the evening, though, the Colonial Parkway that connects these locations is extremely quiet. It was built with no lights, no traffic signs, essentially no intersections, and no streetlights whatsoever. And it runs along the York and James Rivers. It's quite beautiful. Something transpired on the Colonial Parkway that evening in October to Kathy and Becky. They're not 100% certain what happened, but it appears that someone rolled up on them while they were parked, probably looking out over the water at the York River. And there's a naval weapons station nearby and another military location called Cheatham Annex, which is where they load U.S. Navy ships with high explosives, including nuclear weapons, all fenced in, but you can see it across the water. And something happened, they think, on Thursday evening, and it appears that uh, they were attacked, strangled with rope, and then they're Throats were cut with a sharp knife. Uh, my sister was essentially decapitated. They were cut almost from ear to ear. And then their bodies were loaded into my sister's 1981 Honda Civic with Kathy in the, in the what we used to call the way back when we were kids, uh, the, the trunk area, which is quite small. This is, and remember, Hondas were even smaller than they are now. Becky's body was placed in the back seat on the diagonal as sort of a final insult to injury. The offender or offenders, plural, poured diesel fuel over the car and the bodies and made an attempt to set the car on fire, it appears. But if you know anything about diesel fuel, and I didn't until the Colonial Parkway murders, diesel fuel won't uh, light with a match. It requires a higher degree of heat and usually compression to get diesel fuel to light. So finally, failing to set the car on fire, the offender or offenders pushed the car over an embankment 
along the York River so that the car rolled down from a grassy parking area where they'd been looking out at the water, perhaps. And the car rolled down towards the surface of the York River. So it would be about 15 feet or so. And it got caught in underbrush, so it did not make it all the way to the water. But it did obscure your view of the car so that the Honda's trunk area, the hatchback, was not really visible from the road, the Colonial Parkway. So that resulted in a situation where they think the murders took place on Thursday evening. The bodies were not discovered until Sunday afternoon when a passerby, sometimes they say jogger or walker, who was closer to the surface of the water, spotted the car, and then he uh, called it in. Remember, this is before cell phones. He you know, went to a payphone probably at the visitor station and called in what he thought was a traffic accident, that they'd accidentally rolled over the edge. And the first person on scene was a National Park Service ranger who, again, thinking the car had rolled over the edge, he wasn't able to open the doors. He shattered the back window of the Honda Civic with probably his baton, and that covered the bodies with glass, but it did allow him to look into the car, you know, angled down the hill, and he quickly determined this isn't a traffic accident. Uh, these two women have been murdered. And at that point, the National Park Service police um, were informed and park rangers began the investigation. And then the investigation was ultimately taken over by the FBI, because if you die in a national park, it's an FBI case from day one. If you are going to roll up on somebody and you just want to kill two people, some things that were done there wasn't necessary to accomplish that. And one is both of the victims had rope burns on their wrist and their neck. Bill already mentioned the diesel. Again, what is that about? You don't need it unless you're trying to destroy evidence because it's going to come back to you or you want to do more damage just to be torturous. But those to me are the two things. So arson is almost always to cover up another type of crime. They weren't sexually assaulted. They were completely dressed. Their purses were in the car. Money was in their purse. So those two things are out. Money, sex, revenge. So we're left with revenge. Right. And there's one thing worth adding too, Mac, which is I don't think we might have used the expression hate crime back then. We do now. But a lot of people have said to us, including the investigators, uh, FBI and the Virginia State Police and National Park Service, all participated in the investigation together with local law enforcement from York, from York County. The idea that this could have been a hate crime is definitely part of that mix. So let's just say the killer from a distance thought it was a man and a woman. Kathy had shorter, dark hair. Rebecca had long beautiful red hair. Maybe he thought it was a man and a woman. And when he got closer and it was two women, maybe that's when he flipped. And that's when the rope came out and the knife came out and the other torturous stuff came out because with David and Robin, they were shot at point blank range. 
that person set out to kill two people. They did that. That was it. He was done. He left. That's not what happened with Kathy and Rebecca. Anytime I have a situation where I've got a double homicide and one victim was treated differently, I cannot ignore that. Agreed. There's one other thing mentioning in the Robin Edwards, David Nobling attack. It appears that Robin Edwards was sexually assaulted. Well, all they knew for sure, since their bodies had been dumped in the river, was that someone had had sex with Robin Edwards. And recent forensic testing, and thank God for advancements in DNA testing, they had received a, a sexual assault kit initiative grant, a Saki grant. I know, Mac, you know about those. Sure. Absolutely. They had gone back and retested the semen found inside Robin Edwards' body, and they had not ever been able to get a profile from it in the past. And thank God they were able to finally get a workable DNA profile. And that is one of the things that led to the identification of this offender, Alan Wade Wilmer Sr. I just want to tell everybody what SAKI stands for is Sexual Assault Kit Initiative. So if there's a police department that's got sexual assault kits from the 80s, 90s, early 2000s that have never been tested, they want them to be tested immediately. So that's one thing that that task force does. So here's what I want to know from both of you. What do you think the next steps are for y'all and law enforcement? We want to make sure that everybody has a lot of information about the suspect's vehicle and watercraft because they're very distinctive. And uh, so we are going to make sure that we put up a lot of information provided from the FBI that was given in the press kit for the briefing um, of pictures of the suspect, of various um, age progression photos. There's also photos of his very distinctive blue 1966 Dodge Fargo truck with the personal license plate EM Raw and photos of his wooden custom-built boat, the Denny Wade. We're going to put all of those up on our social media pages, and we're going to encourage everyone who may ever have worked with this guy, hunted with this guy, entertained with this guy, gone to bars with this guy. We're going to encourage everybody who may know him to please give any information possible to the FBI or the Virginia State Police because it is imperative that they learn everything possible about this person so that they can figure out where he might have been hunting his victims and whether or not there are any other people he came in contact with. This offender, Wilmer, is a what they call a waterman in Virginia. Again, an expression I wasn't familiar with until the Colonial Parkway murders. So he's a, a man who is is doing crabbing, oystering. There's other important things that we're going to be emphasizing at the request of the Virginia State Police and the FBI. This guy is very distinctive. He's only five feet five inches tall. So he's quite small, but at the same time, he's heavily muscular. And so this guy's driving a very distinctive truck. This is a 1966 truck that he's driving in the late 80s. 
So it was a an old funky truck even back then. And then if he got out of the truck, he's a very unusually built guy. I almost picture like a Popeye type character because he's very small, way smaller than the average man, but very, very muscular. And then as Kristen said, he's fishing using this very distinctive boat. He's got a very bold graphic on the side. The boat's called the Denny, D-N-N-I, Wade. And that those happen to be the names of his two kids. So he's fishing, crabbing, and oystering from this very distinctive wooden-hulled boat, painted white, with a very large graphic, Denny Wade. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to help amplify the request from law enforcement for people in that Tidewater area of Virginia who might remember anything that would, you know, trigger their memory of having any kind of interaction with this guy, even if it was just, oh, I used to dock in Gloucester, Virginia, and he used to dock at the pier next door. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Here's what sticks out for me. You've got somebody that targeted couples, not individuals. That's unique. He did it in a location that was surrounded by water. Again, a place we know that he was comfortable and he understood it. You're only talking about 23 miles, y'all. And it connects this triangle of historic Virginia. Bill, you've already talked about it with Jamestown and Williamsburg and Yorktown, but again, this had to be something that he knew. He knew when the sun went down 
it was going to be kind of a ghost town along that stretch there. And I'm telling you, from the water, you could see the cars and they couldn't see you. And so he's also picking activities that would require and not even raise any suspicion that he was doing them alone. So people that go hunting or crabbing or boating, a lot of times that is a single person sport, if you will. So he had it built in that he could go away from his family for an extended period of time and nobody would think anything about it. Yeah. And it's funny. There's something that I have to admit. And again, I didn't grow up in Virginia. Kristen is from the Williamsburg area. Uh, she went away for uh, grad school, college and grad school and teaching, but ultimately has come back to the Williamsburg area. But me being less familiar with it, I had thought it sounded unrealistic that someone might be actually using the river the York or James Rivers are the two rivers there to move around and participate in these heinous crimes. And now I realize, you know, something, Bill, you made some assumptions there that I think could be completely wrong. It would be more than possible for someone like Wilmer to use the river to move around because that's how he made his living and he could have pulled right up down along these locations. And three of the four double homicides in the Colonial Parkway murders happen right next to uh, a major body of water. I remember when I was there and I sent you some of the pictures, the water is what attracted me. I mean, it was just so beautiful. And it's right there. It's not a distance from where you could park. And so. Again, now that we've got information we didn't have before, it checks beautifully. It really is very interesting. And one of the things that I've been sort of, um, you know, whiplashing over the last 24 hours is now that we have this information about this guy, I need to spend a little bit of time kind of reassessing what do we know about these cases and what now that we have a suspect who's been named and um uh, you know, proven to be connected to two of these cases. What do we know? And now what do we need to reassess as well? Um, and so I, I know that part of what I'm thinking about, Mac is doing exactly what you were kind of talking about, which is figuring out, okay, um, what we know this guy was a waterman. What else might that mean he's been doing? What else might he um, have spent time doing? Where else might he have spent his time? Um, and I'm starting to kind of rethink and rewrite my own internal profile and sort of reconnect the dots here. So while this is a very interesting process to go through, it is also making me spin my wheels um, and sort of reevaluate what do we know, what do we think we know, and what might be wrong. When all the information came out, I'm thinking, you know, some boats take diesel, some trucks take diesel. Is this yeah. something he had at the ready? You know, and again, from if you're a master at this boating, then you can you can pull up easily and walk right up to that car, push the car, get right back on the boat. What better getaway? And we also think and Kristen makes some really good points. And there are dozens of unsolved murders, especially back then, between the northern neck where he's from all the way down to the Tidewater area, which is Williamsburg, 
uh, Newport News, Hampton, Gloucester, that these murders that we're talking about took place. So this guy's highly mobile. He moves around. Uh, the FBI and, and Virginia State Police use the word transient. Sometimes he lived on his boat. Sometimes he stayed at a low-budget apartment. So even though he has a home and a family up in Lancaster, Virginia, as you mentioned a minute ago, Mac, he's moving around all the time with really not creating any suspicion. He shows up in all sorts of different places. I know that law enforcement agencies across Virginia have to be looking at where else could this guy have been? I can almost see the war room now with these detectives. Your boat's got to have a tag just like your car. If you winterize it and you dock it somewhere, if you know you go to the same place, because men are creatures of habit, they normally buy gasoline at the same place, they get their hair cut at the same place, they go to the same liquor store. There are people that are going to know this man. If he does all the crabbing and getting all the oysters, is he selling them? That person knows him. So he's going to have this subculture of people that intimately know him. They know when he goes out. They know how long he stays. And I'm telling you, any man with children that has been able to carve out, I'm going to go live on the boat for a couple of months. <laughs> he, he's got that story down. I'm telling you. Yeah, uh, I would have to agree. We're hopeful that people will come forward with different recollections. Our media is just blowing up with people who, saying they knew this man, they knew his family. We're trying to steer these people to the FBI and Virginia State Police who are requesting the information because Kristen and I are not investigators. I, I think we will proudly wear the advocate hat but we ultimately are trying to prevail upon these people. Look, you need to talk to law enforcement. And they pointed out at the press conference that people's situations change. There's no reason to be afraid of this man. He clearly was highly violent, but he's gone now. So we're hoping that people will come forward and say, yeah, I knew this guy. Pokey was his nickname. I knew that guy. I sold him equipment that he used on his boat, or I bought oysters or crabs from him, or I went to a hunt club with him, or whatever it might be, because the investigators are trying to recreate this man's personal history 30-something years later. Well, I'm going to give out the information to get in contact with the FBI. 1-800-CALL-FBI. So if you have any information, please, you can call the FBI anonymously, but please call them. Nothing is too minuscule. The slightest bit of information could be critical. You may not think it's a big deal, but it could be the small piece that's going to put this whole puzzle together. Do either one of you know how law enforcement got the information together to do the raid on his house. I mean, they had to have a ton to get a judge to sign off on that raid. Yeah, that's an interesting piece of information that I, I, we would like to have. We don't have that information available to us at the moment, but give us enough time, we'll snoop around, maybe we'll come up with something. 
Let's talk about how authorities got DNA from a dead man with zero felony convictions. He's not in CODIS. He's not in the DNA database. December 15th, 2017, a delivery driver spots an open door. And as he walks toward the entrance, he just gets a feeling something's wrong. So he calls the Lancaster County Sheriff's Office. They find a deceased man inside. Because of the condition of the body, the state medical examiner was called in to investigate so that they can positively identify this person and perhaps determine the cause of death. But the DNA that the examiner collected in 2017 ended up being critical to the Colonial Parkway investigation. The FBI and the Virginia State Police sought out this deceased person's genetic material in their investigation into the Colonial Parkway murders. Interestingly, law enforcement will not say how this person got on their radar. They won't tell how this subject came to be somebody they wanted his DNA to cross-check against the murders in the Colonial Parkway investigation. But they positively identified Alan Wade Wilmer Sr. Wilmer is now the number one suspect in all the Colonial Parkway murders. And I can tell you, I believe that he will be linked to other cases. Another thing that I find real curious is since the identification of Wilmer, law enforcement, as it relates to the Colonial Parkway, has not used the term serial killer. But I will. And further, as a criminologist, I'll remind y'all, MOs, signatures, and targets, meaning victims, can change. You don't have to look any further than Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy strangled, bludgeoned, and beheaded victims. He killed adults and children. Scene to scene, Bundy's murders did not appear to be the same killer, but they were. Any information that you might have about the Colonial Parkway murders or Alan Wade Wilmer Sr., please contact the FBI or this podcast or a clergy or somebody. I'll add that on Sunday night, my phone started blowing up that uh, a raid had occurred at multiple locations in Lancaster, Virginia. Even though it's way out in the country, people talk and they saw the dark SUVs and the FBI agents with the windbreakers and a whole bunch of agents checking out various locations, all of which were owned by members of this Wilmer family. We don't know what they were looking for, but it's interesting. The FBI seemed surprised that we knew as much as we did. But the thing is, we've really put ourselves out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> all these years in the Colonial Parkway murders, maybe a bit too much sometimes. Christian, but that was funny. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. happened was neighbors who saw all of this activity, they started talking and then people said, you know, I think this has something to do with all those unsolved murders in Virginia. 
So the next thing we know, <laughs> our phones are blowing up on Sunday night, you know, well into the night saying, are you all aware of the fact that there have been a raid at these homes uh, in Lancaster, Virginia? Now, Kristen and I had an inkling from our sources that something very important was coming in the Colonial Parkway murders. We didn't know they were going to raid these family homes up there, but they clearly got the warrants that were required. We are very confident there were certain things they were looking for, but we don't know what those things might be. Just keep sharing the information about our suspect as many times and with as many people as you can. Spam people with it for all we care. But we really, really want this information out there so that law enforcement can start getting a better idea about this guy and his movements. He has been doing this since the late 1980s, and he lived until 2017. He did not only kill three victims. There are more people out there, and we need to find those victims because those families deserve answers and justice as well. Don't forget, if someone were to turn to me and say, well, what difference does it make this fellow Wilmer's been dead since 2017, no one's going to jail, etc.? Families are looking for answers. Anyone who's been waiting for answers, and in our case, we're talking about a case that extends back 37 years, we were never certain that we were going to be identifying suspects and putting perpetrators in jail. That might have happened years ago, but that ship has sailed. But don't forget, these folks are waiting for answers. As I mentioned at the top of this podcast, we have six more families and maybe more who are all waiting for answers in their loved ones' murders and disappearances. So maybe it's not the most satisfying answer I've ever gotten, but I sure would like to know what happened to my sister and all of the victims in the Colonial Parkway murders. And having that answer is some degree of satisfaction. It's not going to bring our loved ones back. It's not going to bring my kid sister back. But this is still important. And I think we really need the public's help at this point. Well, I'd like to add to that. Number one, your sister, your family, all the families, all the victims deserve it. They deserve answers. They deserve a conclusion. They deserve to have somebody named, period. Secondly, what better way to train? There's going to be things that come from the Colonial Parkway solutions that other detectives can go, oh, we need to try that with our case today. We need to go back through and pull every name and see if we have truly ruled these folks out. And if we haven't, they go to the top of the list. Oh, I didn't realize they could do this now with DNA. That's why, to me, this case is doubly important, not just because, obviously, they deserve answers and justice, but also to teach. There are families right now that don't have answers in cases all over this country. Maybe y'all can give them some answers, a roadmap of how to do it. Bill, I've watched you 
there is nobody better to contact law enforcement, to stay on them, to let them know when you're not pleased, to let them know when you are pleased. I've watched you do it. It's amazing. And I think that's something when they say, hey, can you reach out to this family? There's nobody better. You're a gift to be able to do that. So again, Bill, thank you so much for stopping in the middle of what I know can only be one of the most onslaught of media requests and attention and people reaching out to you for answers. But you talking to me tonight is a gift and something I will just cherish. This is an important case to me. You were important to me. Kathy's important to me. And this podcast episode means the world to me. Well, we can't thank you enough for all the work you're doing on Zone 7. And we feel really great to be a part of it. Yeah, thank you so much, so much, Mac. We appreciate you and everything that you do. I'm going to end Zone 7 the way that I always do with a quote. I know when I was there prosecuting homicides in the District of Columbia, one of the most effective units there was the cold case squad, which had FBI agents as well as Metropolitan Police homicide detectives working together. Robert Mueller former director of the FBI. I'm Cheryl McCollum, and this is Zone 7. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.